Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. Coming at you on a Thursday. Norman Locke should be in studio soon. He will be joining me for the show as he does each Thursday. How's everyone feeling out there? Man, after yesterday's show ended, a lot of stuff happened mid-morning. A big shakeup with the Boston Celtics. Danny Ainge out, leaves as executive president of basketball ops. Brad Stevens is like, I don't want to coach. I just want to do that now. And then about an hour or so later, Coach K announces that he'll be retiring following the 2022 season. And Duke already names his successor in John Shire. I, I I reluctantly have to spend time today to give Coach K plenty of credit. Not a Duke fan, though. I do like some players that came from Duke. But man, oh man. Coach K an assistant on the 92 Dream Team, part of five Olympic gold medal teams, 1,170 Division I wins in college hoops, the most all-time by a man or a woman. I I mean, I, I would love to come in here and make jokes about the 74-year-old and, and, and do things I've done in the past, but the reality is, as nauseating as this farewell tour is going to be, because that's what the entire college basketball season nationally will be about. Uh, whenever he does coach his final game, whether that's in the ACC tournament, whether that's an early first-round exit in the NCAA tournament, because that happens, whether it's in the Final Four in New Orleans, wherever it is, college basketball is going to miss Coach K. And I'll miss him. Even though I didn't root for Duke... There's something fun about rooting against him and the Blue Devils and, you know, Coach K and his hair dye and everything else. I mean, the guy's been there for 42 years. And when you do something for as long as he has at one place, um, I mean, shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. And um, I'm going to get annoyed at the constant year-long Worshipping at the altar of Coach K. You the fun police. But he's going to be uh you can't deny that college basketball is better with him in it. Uh, I'll say the future of college basketball is, is growing without Coach K. It doesn't need Coach K anymore. I feel like Coach K was a polarizing figure in collegiate basketball. He is a polarizing figure. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm speaking going forward. Okay. He's still there. He's, yeah, he's we still, got a whole yeah, other year of let's all bow down to the great Coach K. But, I mean, Duke isn't even supposed to be that good this year. Uh, so that's why I'm like he was a polarizing figure because I, I talked about this yesterday. Collegiate guys aren't looking to just go play for Duke for Coach K. Like, yeah, I think it was him that's one of the guys that's like, I don't play freshman guards. Well, freshman guards want to play and go to the league now, so it's not. Yeah, but that's not true. Did well, I'm just. I, I mean, Kyrie played what eleven games? 
was hurt. That's one. That was number one overall pick. That's one. Austin Rivers. They've had 41 first-round picks. That's one, though. They've played a lot. I mean, if if you go to Duke and you're an NBA talent, you're going to be a high draft pick. Yeah, yeah, but it's the philosophy that that's changing for head coaches in collegiate basketball, and Duke was never a one-and-done type of program. Neither was North Carolina. But now in the future with the NCAA transfer, trans, transfer portal and also with the, the NCAA maybe going away with the 18-age requirement rule, I just feel like the, Roy Williams and Coach K both retire because it's about to be a different type of game. And recruiting-wise, guys aren't looking to play for those great type of coaches no more. They're looking to get in the get in college and get out of college. See, I, I disagree with you. I think Duke did become I think they weren't for a while, but I think lately they became one, but they still like to put out the image that they aren't. But and they've, had, why, they've had plenty of one and done. This is why I'm saying that he is retiring and the collegiate basketball is moving forward with the new style. So congratulations, Coach K, but it's time it's time for a new regime. He's had plenty of one and dones. Um I'm not saying he never had one and dones. I just say that's not the program that like I you think, say they I, I promote think, or see, they try I, to I'll I'll agree with you on the transfer part. I think um the older guy I mean, not to mention he is seventy four. I mean it's gonna be what, seventy five when he retires, like that's old. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, no disrespect to, you know, the seven year olds out there listening, but I mean, Pete Carroll's like, old. He's coaching. But, but the NFL hasn't, you know, changed all that much. I think your point about the transfer rules, I think now having to recruit your players within your program after you've already recruited them, like you're recruiting while you're coaching, you're yeah. recruiting the guys that are already there. I think, I think part of that was Roy Williams. I think Shashevsky. They kind of see where college basketball is now, and they're like, "I'm just, I, you know, my time is done." The Duke it's, versus it's, it's it's time. When when does Bayheim do it though? Because Bayheim's Bayheim's what seventy five, seventy six. Yeah. I, I just feel does he like just keep, does he keep going? And then also with um, Duke and UNC. I mean, seventy six Bayheim. This season, they weren't good by their standards. Not at all. And nobody's checking for it. That's why it's like kids aren't checking. Like, it ain't the end-all, be-all if you don't end up at the Kansas, the Dukes, the UNCs. The kids want to go there, but it's not the end-all, the be-all. Like, kids just want an opportunity to play them to make, make the millions in the NBA. 1170 wins, 35 tournament appearances, 15 30 win seasons, 12 final fours, 14 final four wins, five national titles, 41 first rounders. Assisted on the 92 dream team, was part of five Olympic gold medal teams. I, I don't s- like him. I don't like him. Why you? But I'm a Duke house. Is he is he he's the best college basketball coach ever? No, I wouldn't say the best, but... Uh, I mean, John Wooden did have 10 national titles. I wouldn't say he's the best, but I'll say he's the most polarizing figure. Like, he's the most notable head coach ever in collegiate basketball to me. Like, it's synonymous when you think of Duke, you think of Coach K. He always got... See, he always drove me nuts because you'd always get a pass for doing something that any other coach did. The media would rip him. When Coach K did it, it was like, look at that. Just a teacher. Just great, great guy no matter what. Um, Is this smart to name his successor now? Yeah, because with his farewell tour, 
He doesn't get the question of who's next, who's you're going to hire, who's going to take over the rings after every game. So now it's it's literally a farewell tour. Coaches don't have jerseys. He's going to hand out his ties after the game and swap ties. Who? Yeah, he does hand <laughs> his tie to like players on the other team after they beat him at the end of a season. He um I, him with his black hair dye and his, you know, any opportunity he gets to promote the program. There's something about Duke. Another weird thing happened with Duke, and, and it, it happened when Zion was there. And this was probably more Zion than anything, but I remember talking on the air about it. Like, Zion managed to do something that, like, I didn't think could be done, and that was he was the best player in college basketball, and he played for Duke, and yet almost everyone loved him. That was something that if you told me, 10 years ago, the best player in the country is going to play at Duke and he's going to be universally loved. Like there, Granted, there were a few people that probably didn't like him, but but by and large, everyone when he was in that one year at Duke was like, man, this is great. Let's, let's all root for Zion. Isn't he awesome? Let's watch this. Some of that had to do with Zion, but some of that might have had to do with just kind of a, a sea of change in terms of like was Duke starting to lose some of its luster as being like the the heel, if you will, like the team that so many people love to hate, or did they it's still both. have that in your mind? It's it, it's both. Like I like I told you, it's nobody's checking for the UNC versus Duke rivalry as of years uh, lately. And then, like you say, when it was Zion, Cam Reddish, and RJ Barrett, they destroyed North Carolina. Nobody cared. Like nobody was checking for that game. I, I disagree with you again. I mean, you had Barack Obama buying courtside seats it was like the highest rated game on espn Scott, and that's barack exploded I, i'm not but me norman Locke. you just said no you said nobody was that that was like the biggest college basketball game of the season that was three years ago yeah it was three years ago but with three years later it's still the highest rated college basketball game. Yeah, of the but we talk. But year. I'm talking now. Zion's been in the league three years now. Two what's years. The, now. What, what's the highest rated college basketball regular season game last season? I don't know. Duke UNC. And and it was a. It wasn't. I like, mean, you say no one cares. Like I don't. I don't agree with that. It's still. It's still. It was still really big time. If, this year. if you have a high rated game. Can you agree two things can be true? People can watch it and not enjoy it? Well, sure. Okay. Sure. You said no one was, like, clamoring for the game. You've seen a lot of things and didn't care, Scott. I know you've watched a lot of TV shows with your kids that you was like, I just don't care, but you, you're watching it. <laughs> That's what you're rolling with? Yeah, I, I, mean, don't, I don't watch I, – I, I, first of all, I personally didn't care that much about that. that that's what I was, Me, personally. That's what I'm saying. I, but, but I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I didn't, I didn't watch care. it either. I was like, but, oh, but I'm, I, I'm but, like, oh, but just because there. I didn't doesn't mean that – no, I watched that one a couple years ago. But just because I didn't doesn't mean that nobody's clamoring for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's, still, it's still got – I know how to read the basketball. I know how to read the room. I know how to check the temperature of the people. People. That's why. They, that's why they leaving. <laughs> that's why they leaving, Scott. I think. I think it's, it's better to I think leave early than age, to leave late. I think it's age, and I think it's the game's changing. But I don't agree with you that no one's caring anymore, um, especially with that game. We get all the no caring people to tell you we don't care. <laughs> I love how your defense was. People watch, but don't care. But watch that. That that that, that argument's not going to work. You just. You just agree. No, I didn't. You I said, did. I didn't watch it. No, but you agree that you do that. 
I do, you, I do it with my kids if they ask me to sit down and watch a cartoon. I do not watch a sporting event that I don't care about at all. Because if I don't care about it, I'm not going to talk about it on the show. That's you. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Your That's argument you. is that ratings don't matter because people watch stuff I didn't stuff say they ratings don't, don't matter. I just said that people can watch something that they really didn't enjoy That's not, or didn't That argument's about. not going to hold up. You can't. You, don't, don't use that one. To you. Look at all these people that watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, they don't care. Well, there's there's a lot of people who said, oh, the rate, oh, nobody cared about this. I'm not one of those people. But they, there are people who have had that narrative and have that opinion. So uh, I'm going to say uh, congratulations to Coach K. Retiring. So ratings, now people, are up. ratings are up in the NBA playoffs this year. Because the games have been good. No, there's been some pretty bad games. Which which, which bad games? Lots yeah. of bad games. The Wizards, I mean, shoot, there were three. there were three last night. Actually, there were three bad games last night. Okay. My point is, of how many people total are, people games? Are, people are watching it of how many because they games? care. I would not suggest. Oh, people are watching the NBA Plus, but a lot of them don't care. They're just how, watching how, it. How many total games was it? How, how many total watched? games have, last night? How many total games have been played in the playoffs? If you say it was three know. bad games, I was I'm saying there were three last night. You want me to go and count every game that's been played thus far? Yes, <laughs> that's what you want to do. I mean, it's been two series of four O's. I mean, it's been two series. Yeah, no. Been once, once, there's been one, one sweep. sweep. There's been a couple gentlemen sweeps. Two fives, so that's fourteen games. Let's see. You got two series going into six games. Yeah, so okay, three to four bad games out of the majority of games. Hey, yeah, you're right. That's not true. Hey, you're right. Um, Dallas, LA's first game was bad. Brooklyn, Boston's first was game bad was too. Bad. Portland, Portland, Denver's first game of the uh, playoffs was bad. You remember that Saturday? Everyone was saying that. At least they had one good game, Miami, Milwaukee, which turned out to be an awful series, but a great game one. So day one, there were three bad games. Day two, Philly, Washington. Okay, you want to say it was good? Fine, I guess it was Philly and Washington. Did you watch it? Absolutely not. So how are you gonna say it wasn't good? Absolutely not. Did you watch that game? Yes, I watched the game. That was Who? game one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Who went off in that game? First game, Embiid. No. That was Tobias Harris. But Oh, that's the 30. Yeah, the- but no, yeah, but no. You 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 loved it so much you remember it well. Uh Milwaukee Miami game two was awful. No, hold on, no, hold on, game two was a twenty point game. Every person remembers first, every detail the fir- of the no, NBA. No, playoffs? no, but the first right. three days of the playoffs okay. I've already given you five bad games. Just make it Which show. now we're getting away from the point. My point is actually people are watching because they're into it and they care. I would never come up with the argument of, yeah, people are watching the NBA playoffs. The ratings are up, but a lot of them don't care. They're just watching it. Well, no, nobody will say that about because the, it's good. Nobody will say that about that. They'll say that about UNC and... No, you would say that. No, you would use that argument. It's okay. No one cares. Actually, look at the ratings. No, it doesn't matter. Ratings don't matter. A lot of those people yeah. watching don't care. Yeah, it's streaming. That's a weak it's argument. streaming. It's a weak argument. It's okay. It's my argument. My opinion. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, my opinion. That's what's going on, and that's so. Why who's going to be the heel in college basketball? Um, I think you got to wait for a play. I just truly want to see who's going to be the figure of college basketball because the figures are gone now. Coach K's gone now. Nobody cares about the big time program of Kansas. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's about the players. Players aren't there long enough to to be a true heel. That's the problem. But that's it's and that's that's the 
This is that, the new. That, that's what's that was. This is the new great about we, oh, great, generation dude, you that just, we had. You just get a player in a Duke jersey to play for a little while, and it. That's it. Like the, the college basketball, the stars have been old dudes. It's been old coaches. Like those are the stars in college basketball. You might remember a guy that played here or there, had a big moment, but because they're not there long enough, it's the. It's the old guys and where they coach that become essentially the stars of the game. Now, you could argue that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I don't think he can be a player. A player, it has, it has to matter what jersey that player is wearing. It's starting to turn into the NBA, Scott. It's going to be where the players or the conglomerate of players go. We watched Lonzo Ball, we watched the Ball brothers turn into an internet sensation, watched to see where Lonzo Ball was going to go to college, Went to college, waited to see what team he was going to get drafted for, hoped and prayed to see where the little brother was going. It's you hoped and prayed to see where fans. I I, I have how a, many ball? How many AAU games did you watch that the Ball Brothers? I have on? I have friends who became fans of the Ball Brothers when they were kids and watched them develop, and now he's a Charlotte Hornets fan because. Uh, Le- uh, Do you have a friend that watched AAU basketball on in YouTube. California? They watch. They watch. They watch. Oh, they watched the, highlights. They, no, they, they have the full games on YouTube. So the, you have friends that watch AAU games. AAU basketball is really big, Scott. You can follow some of the. the it up is and not coming. bigger than college basketball. No, but I'm telling you that the figures. But if if ball, if the little brother ball would have went to college this season, college basketball would have been way more important. Would have been way more polarizing. Would have had way more eyeballs and ratings. But he didn't. He went overseas. Then he's in the NBA, and he's probably going to win Rookie of the Year. But these are the players that people are paying attention to, and fans are gravitating to them. They don't care if he would have went to Kansas and played for somebody. They don't care if he would have went to Georgetown and played. They want to know they are fans of them. They just want to go with them. They're not fans of college basketball. No, they're fans of the players. And then now you're seeing more and more uh, high school players – it be, it becoming a show where they're going, who they're going to play for. Everybody hates the NCAA right now if nobody gets paid. So why why is it a track of why we're tracking them to go to college? I, I, in five years, collegiate basketball might be completely different because seniors go straight from high school to the league. Who's playing college basketball? Over uh, nineteen thousand D one participants is the product as 19, good nineteen thousand. As long as they have March Madness, they got no issues at all. We hope March Madness isn't going anywhere. It's not, but I just just feel like if all the top cream of the crop, which is is not all NBA, NBA players, NBA is not gonna. They're not. Let me tell how you. Many, how many how many players get I got, drafted? I got, uh, in I got NBA. sixty. Sixty. I got okay. news for you. They're not getting rid of the one year removed from high school rule. I think it's coming. Why? Why would the NBA Players Association ever agree to that? Why would the NBA ever do that? What what do they have to gain from that? These different leagues that are offering money to players to not go to college, and then they can go back to college if they choose to. So, But but what is, again, you didn't answer the question, what does the NBA gain from getting rid of that by getting a player right out of high school? Well, it, it goes into a lot, so... If you talk to coaches around the U.S., if you listen to what Luka Dante said, if you look at LaMelo, LaMelo Ball, they say AAU and collegiate program isn't preparing these guys the best, the best anymore. Again, why would the NBA 
What did the, what does the NBA have to gain from it? You get those polarizing figures, Scott. Earlier, it, it, would Zion have been more polarizing if he had played overseas for a year or come right out of high school? We would we wouldn't know if he did until no. he did it. No, the answer is no. Well, I mean, no. look at Lamelo Ball. Zion wouldn't have even been the number one overall pick. But the point is, when he came into the league, that was good for business. When you've got a year or you got the NCAA tournament, you've got ESPN. Once AAU and foreign leagues take over what college basketball currently has on ESPN, then the NBA might consider it. But that's that's not even close to happening. Well, I didn't say it was close to happening. But like, my point is like when when it's going to happen. No, it's it's not going to happen. Whenever you've got a, a basically a year of free advertising, like when Dwight Howard went and won overall, there were all these people that said, "Oh, you got Jacob Mecca Okafor." Scott, who's the best? Who's the best player? Who's who's going to be the number one pick this year? You know why? Cause nobody. Th- th- there's no num- There's no you sound number one polarizing figure. Yeah, that's that's not that's not that's not uncommon. Some years you don't have one. Yeah, yeah. Some years you do. Yeah, but 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 I guess like you said, Zion went to Duke. Zion was Zion before he got to Duke. Zion, Zion was not even going to be the number one overall pick. They didn't even think he was going to be the best player at Duke. But Zion was Zion before he went there. What if he would have went overseas and did the exact same thing he did, no. blew out the shoe in front of national you television. You can't compare that. If he goes to plays in China, they're not they're not on national TV. There's He's more not people being in China. covered. He's not being covered. I've watched LaMelo Ball do it. Not in China, but I've watched. I've, I've literally watched the... Him be the architect the, the, of the what's hype coming of to Lamelo Ball coming into the league when he was number one overall was not equal to Zion Williams. You thinking Lonzo Ball? I'm thinking Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball. The hype of Lamelo Ball was. I'm sorry. Was he third overall? Yeah, third overall. I thought he was second overall to start. Third he, overall. You say first. I think he was second. I, I no. I didn't. I didn't see Zion was first. Yeah. I said Lamelo coming in second. He might have been third, second or third. Was not the same hype as Zion Williamson. It wasn't even close. I I, I can. It's not close to you comparing it to Zion. But I'm not just comparing it to Zion. But my point is, when the NBA has these guys and they have a whole year to build them up, and now they have superstar it status, it works big time. It works. You don't think Zion's a, a big ticket, a big draw for the? He is, but I, I'm trying to get you to understand how big the mellow ball is the, without the, ever touching the, college. The, the NBA has no – there's no reason. There's no good reason for them to say, oh, let's go back to – But the NBA isn't ran by – the NBA school. is ran by the players. What, I, why, why, would, why would a player in the league right now be like, cool, yeah, let me let – me, let me, whenever it comes to negotiating the next CBA – let me, this veteran, stand on a hill and say the one thing we have to have is to let players come in right out of high school. What, would, what kids good would are that coming. do then? LeBron wants to play with his son. Okay, so LeBron, that's one guy. I didn't. I, I guess one guy that I know, Scott, you want me to go look and Google all the NBA players what, so, who want you, to play with I their sons? You, I, I asked you to. what the incentive is for players. You gave one example of a guy that might get to play with his kid. No, that I, is like this. What is the incentive? Mm-hmm. For players currently in the NBA to change the one and done rule, oh yeah, come on in right out of high school, especially when it comes to a negotiating table mm-hmm. with the CBA, when you're trying to negotiate all kind of other stuff that's going to benefit you. Well, and those, it's a take and give. Those those most of those guys aren't superstars, and USA superstars run the league. So those guys, those veterans, those fringe guys you're talking about, you, we never hear about them anyway because it's they the superstars. They all have the same vote in the NBA players. That's true. Oh man, that's great. But nobody, again, I'm sorry, Scott, nobody cares. But it doesn't matter if no one cares. Yeah, the, their vote counts the exact same. Yeah, right, right. But LeBron's Chris Paul vote and counts Chris Paul, just as much as as if Chris Paul and campaigns. LeBron James come out. Oh, you, you, 
You're right about that. Now, if Chris Paul, LeBron James come out and say, this is what we doing, they're going to follow. No, they're not. Okay. Absolutely not. Yeah, the lockout didn't happen because Cameron Payne didn't want to. <laughs> he wanted to play. <laughs> the, the lockout's different than a CBA. So, no, it's okay. So you're going to lock yourselves out over trying to get some kid out of high I didn't school you never that. heard I of? I just made an example of how Bad players example. that didn't, that aren't stars, had to follow the stars because the They're stars was like, we're going we to go do what we got to do. They're Kevin Durant was playing football. But, hey, man, I don't know what, what Cameron Payne would have did. Yeah. Yeah, they they sat out they sat out for a year, and I guarantee you it wasn't to let high school kids come play in the league. No, I, I'm just giving you an example of star players moving around their power with people who have votes. Also, I'm sorry, you you using that example for what you did. I just gave you an example. You're, Wish you're I get air ev- You're just evading the actual it's topic. Not, I just gave you literally. You like said a perfect star players during a lockout had. Carried some weight that they did. Why would that was, any? That's what, factual. Why would they lock? Why was everyone out? watching Kevin Durant and LeBron what does that James have play to do flag with football? The one and done rule. What does? I mean, you, you. What does it have to do with the one and done back. rule? Let me bring it back for the people. Stars run the league. The stars, the young up and coming stars. The young guys are going to control the league. They're controlling their destiny. They don't want okay, to go so to the college. Young stars. Like Ben Simmons, if he would have chose not to go to LSU, he didn't want to go to LSU. Ben Simmons ain't go to Ben Simmons can't shoot. Ben Simmons did not want to go to, to, to college. Ben Simmons wanted to play in these other leagues. Now, allegedly, he was paid to go to LSU. So he's that passionate about it that he's that's the hill he's going to stand on at the negotiating table. I didn't say that. You did. Are you asking, I'm asking a question? You. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Well, I, I don't well, be with this. He better. He better. All these guys better care that much about some high school kids. They don't know. I'll tell you this, Scott. In the next five years, high school kids will be going to the NBA. Nope, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I believe it. Go ahead and believe it. It's never gonna happen. Okay. And I'm gonna win the lottery. It's never gonna. Yeah, exactly. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com twenty seven after the hour. Is there? Speaking of Ben Simmons, can you remember a player that's that good that can't shoot a basketball? Shaquille O'Neal, a player that wasn't a big man. He's a big man. See, this is why. This is why. Back to the basketball handler. See, now see the goalposts keep moving. Now, this is how I feel about these. Players that want to play guard. Hang on, on, hang on. on. All right, I'll just. But aside from a a big man of a past era, like like back to the basket, like hear what I hear what I'm feeling. Okay, Okay. so now we're in this era of basketball players who are they 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 they, we just put them on the floor and let them be the best player that, that they can be. No, what it is is these big guys are starting to handle the rock. Call yourself a guard, and they're not a guard. I've always said the Ben Simmons of the world, he's not a point guard. I don't care if he looked like Magic Johnson. He, well, he ain't Magic Johnson. You're going to compare one person to one person. They don't got two Magic Johnsons. Ben Simmons has always been a forward, a big man, a big, a power forward, a small forward. Same thing with Giannis. All these big guys that can't shoot, they need to be big men and not guards. So I can't think of another tweener big guy that played guard that couldn't shoot because there really wasn't none. Exactly. Because So get your butt back to the basket. I already said Philadelphia 76ers 
would be immensely better if Ben Simmons did not play point guard. The Bucks would be better if Giannis didn't want to be a point guard. He want, he's, he's seven feet almost. He needs to be center. He needs to be a four. What people say about Anthony Davis, more back to the basket. But what he likes to do, bring himself out and shoot. Embiid, we're, we're giving him the flowers he deserved this year. You know why? Because he's been putting the back to the basket instead of popping out shooting so far. These big guys need to be back. Big guys, stop trying to be guards, <clears throat> Scott. Uh, the game's not. The game's changed, though. It's not. You don't think it's going to move back to that? It, it slowly is back to the basket. Big man's coming I think back. It's slowly, slowly, like you got, you got, got young guys like Aiden Wiseman. I wouldn't call Jokic supremely back to the basket, but he's more back to the basket than I'm a shoot. He's awesome. I'm a, no, he's man. I, I told you, I love his voice. <laughs> that, he, that voice. He's. Like, I just go out and get buckets. <laughs> he's so nonchalant. There's no more like rela- even when he's like exhausted. It's like he just looks so relaxed out there. He just he reminds me of uh who's the who's the guy that Rocky Rocky fought? Um Drago. He, he reminds me of Drago. Let's break you. Yeah, it's like it's, just, it's like it's like I'm, he doesn't seem as mean as Drago. You th- you think that? I really think he's mean. I just think he just doesn't doesn't know how to portray it to the media. I, I really think, think he's, he's I think he's just like I think he has a high pain threshold because you see guys try to like elbow him or like do dirty stuff, and it's like it's, it doesn't. It's like Teflon. It's, it's like it doesn't it's, even, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like it just bounces off. Like he, it's like whatever. Like, it's like a try big. Again. I don't know. It's like a. It's like um, the cow off of. I'm trying to think what movie was this when they hit him with the truck and the cow was still alive and they couldn't they, they couldn't do nothing with him. Like <laughs> you hit him with a truck and he just gets up. Like what 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 else? Adrian, what else? <laughs> ESPN fourteen twenty. The uh, road court advantage continues in the Mass Clippers series. Luka. Utah, Atlanta, and Philly close out gentlemen sweeps. Uh, this Trey Young this this postseason. The first round, I think Trey Young has had his his moment. He's been an All Star. He's been good, but doing what he did to the Knicks was this was his moment. He's gonna go down in history for all fans that hate Knicks fans. Because you get you shut the Knicks up. You shut the fans up. They're not going to shut up. No, no. Scott, I can't wait to today. Because all we kept having was callers when they went on this nine-game win streak. Knicks 2-0. Hang up the phone. Knicks 3-0. Hang up the phone. 4-0. Oh, it's probably a Knicks fan right there. Knicks 5-0. Hang up the phone. But I was dry. It was tearing me up. Oh, the Knicks are better than the Pelicans. Oh, R.J. Barrett's better than Zion. I, I I could, and we couldn't say nothing. They're they're gonna they're gonna keep talking. Don't worry. The vibes in Madison Madison Square Garden was so good that they only won one game. This was great. Spike this Lee had great. to leave early. Oh oh. Game for NBC. Oh, Spike's leaving early. Come Wait on, a man. second. That's a fair weather fan right there. If you want to be the number one supporter of the Knicks, you got to stay here and take it like like the guys on the floor. Reggie Miller's getting a little dig in there. Great. Reggie Miller. 27 years and one day after he went there and dropped five threes in the fourth quarter, he's taking a little subtle dig. Anytime Trey Young would, like, do something. I mean, is, is gangster still a word? Yeah. Uh, like, anytime you do something gangster, like, he's, you can hear gangster. Like, is it, still, is it still part of the lingo? I don't know. You could just hear Reggie Miller's voice. He was giddy. It was like he he probably didn't, he doesn't know Trey Young personally, no. but he in the I 
I wish he was smiling. The I sun you, was bright. I wish bright. you were my kid right now. Like it was just great. Two six nine, ten seventy seven. Phone lines are open. Let's head to it. Welcome into the show. Good morning, Scott. Man, did you turn into Jay Walker, bro? You 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 saying things like his gangster still a word? You know what are you <laughs> young and say these days? I, hey man, is it, is it dude Jay Walker? All, man, all, you know, I, 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 no, 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 no. There's 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 a there's a couple of sports gaps, you know, and I'm not in the same uh, tax bracket as as Mr. Walker. Uh, I don't check the same box on the uh, you know demographic survey. But you don't get cheap coffee. You, you don't get cheap coffee and cheap dollar coffee from McDonald's. But uh, but but ga- I don't know. Is, I, is gangster still a word that that like is the lingo? Like I still use it, but yeah. I don't know. Norm's Norm constantly reminds me of how old I am and that I don't know understand college basketball. Apparently, he doesn't know. He doesn't. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just call, I just called in. I just called in because. I just wanted to tell you, of course, I, you know, I, I listen to the show in the morning, but uh, Norm, man, I can't wait till this afternoon when your boy who's a Knicks fan calls in and you get to remind him that Trey Young destroyed his hopes and dreams. Yeah. It felt like watching like, it felt like watching like a, like an Atlanta Falcons game when there's like 20, 25% of the people in the stands, you know, no one shows up because they have a Chick-fil-A that's not even open and, like, no one cares, you know? Like, and they just watch them lose. It's just the same thing. Like, no, no, it's no, like no. It's, it's not. It's not. As much as Norm doesn't want to admit it, it's more like when the Cowboys blow a big lead because it's a passionate fan base. You just compare Knicks fans to Falcons fans. Falcons, Falcons fans aren't passionate. Come on. We don't blow big leads. I don't know, man. I'm talking about how, like, they were all pumped up from the first game, but after Neither that... Neither do the Knicks. They don't have leads. That's why the Falcons' comparison's a bad one. <laughs> but, 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 Norm, you, you are right, man. It is Luca Langelis. They need to change that to the, the, the team name to Luca Langelis Clippers. Those that jerseys are awful. Get, too, it right? is awful. God. What, what, what are the Clippers doing with those jerseys? What are they doing? If it's, with, what, if it's uh, Kawhi's personality, it, it looks. I mean, it, you're trying too hard. Just go back to the blue and red. Just, just what are you doing? Yeah, but a lot of teams, a lot of teams did those jerseys, like the 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 jerseys that I just don't understand, like the the extra jerseys. Like, like if if the Clippers played the Nets, you like you'd be like, who's who, and why do all these jerseys suck, and why does no one care about either team? I can't really talk because oh, our team's jerseys kind of poo. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not just, we're not just that, though. They need to change the freaking Nets court, man. That, that gives me a headache looking at their court. Their court is atrocious. It looks like like your TV's broken and like you're losing contrast or something. But, uh, no, nah, man, I just called in to, to, to pick at you guys. Uh, you would, let me ask you this, uh, Scott. You were talking about the capacity thing a few weeks back and how you thought Utah had an advantage in that. Do you still see the U- the Jazz possibly coming out of the West, especially now with the Lakers probably on the brink of collapse? I mean, do you? I've never changed my it? stance at all on the Jazz coming out. I'm not backing off of that. I think they're going to the finals. I'm not backing off of that no, at all. Me, me, <laughs> me all, I also feel that way, and I've been make, getting made fun of by all, all my buddies who are in the basketball. Make fun of both of y'all in a, in a second. Who who is your picks? That's the fine. Lakers and the Bucks? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I had Utah on the bus. I, so. I, I, know, I know Anthony Davis made a glass. I didn't know glass shattered this this early. <laughs> hey. Hey. Norm, Dude, uh, the, Norm, Norm's picks on the brink of elimination. Not the Bucks. Stop it. Yeah. I'm talking about the Lakers. Yeah, yeah the Lakers. He got, so the, body. He got the body. I said pick. Of a, I said pick. Okay, Norm's this. pick. Yes. <laughs> He's got the body of a fifty-seven-year-old man. That dude's body. No, he is does so No, he, he, he's he's like he's when you drop your iPhone and it doesn't have 
like a, a, a an Otterbox on it. And every time it hits oh. the ground, you're like, uh-oh, oh, oh, is it all right? And you're I not sure. I have the list of all injuries that's, that Anthony Davis has missed a game with. Yeah. It's a long one. Since like he started a, his career. He's like an Otterbox. You know, he's no, no, like he's, a he's when you no drop your phone without, like, oh, a protective man. casing on it, and every time it hits the ground, you're nervous. Like, did it? Is it fine? This is reasons why Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis missed at least two games. He's got, he's got a lot of different injuries. I maintain, well, though, the, good, the, the thing, the reason, I mean. He has bad thighs. But you know, I would still take that over a guy like to one specific area of the body because that's when you're like, well, he can't, he can't do anything ever. Like with AD, it's just, that comes with the territory. But when he's on the court, he's good. But got to get him on the court. AD. AD was that kid, that kid in your neighborhood that was watching through the window, sad, with one tear dripping while all the other kids played because mama wouldn't let him go outside because she was too afraid he was going to get hurt. That was AD. <laughs> and, then when that, then, right and then when he did go outside, he dunked in your face. You got to, you got to, you got to be fair. You got to <laughs> tell the whole story. Yeah, as long as he didn't fall wrong because then he broke like a broken Otterbox. So you just didn't know what was going to happen. But I'll say this though, I'm happy the Pelicans have moved on at that point. Maybe we'll get lucky. And the Pelicans will move on from uh, Lonzo Ball, a.k.a. Traquan Smith. Anyway, guys, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. <laughs> um, I love the Traquan Smith smoke. Uh, Jay emails. He says, GTA jerseys, Grand Theft Auto jerseys. Luca Angeles. That's what and they And he say. said that uh, Spike Lee came back. Said he, he, he left early and came back. I don't know. At that point, I was not watching that game. Yeah, no, I cut it off. That's funny. <laughs> Maybe someone told him, Reggie's talking trash. <laughs> All right, let's take one more before we hit up a break. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing, Scott? No, this is an awesome time. I cannot wait until this evening to hear the Knicks go down, saying that the mighty name of down goes the Knicks. Down goes the Knicks. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I told you, the Knicks fans have been talking too much. And now everybody about to give the humble pie out. And then he, he said they were coming out of the first round, you know. So I'm, I I want to hear his explanation now. Should have played Alfred Payton. The, re- the reason they didn't come out of the first round. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Trey Young. A, I, I'm, I think I'm with you. I think the Bucks and uh, I don't know, Scott. I, I, I'm looking. The Lakers don't look like they can uh, – get it out if, if Anthony Davis is not healthy enough, especially in the second round. So uh, that might be true with Utah. You know, I, I can't – I definitely not looking at no Clippers. Uh, might be Dallas Mavericks maybe, you know, if they can uh, – I, I see like they can uh, – They still, they the, uh, still have – yeah, they still got to get through this Tim, Yeah, Tim Hardaway got to be consistent. Yeah. Uh, gotta, yeah, Tim Hardaway got to be consistent. But uh, other than that, it might be. I think it's just Utah and Utah and Milwaukee. I still don't, still don't see the Nets coming out we'll of the East. I don't. We'll see. Bucks in six. We'll see. I like that. I like that, man. <laughs> Look forward to hearing y'all. Appreciate the call. All right, one more, and then we'll hit up the show. Good morning. Um. Yeah, man. Um, the next game. Um, what superstar you see they can try to get? <laughs> and what superstar want to play with Tom Thibodeau? Kimber Walker. Except Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I guess that's the one, right? It's like they – the Knicks feel like finally they're good. Here, here's a question I have for you guys. 
the the vibe around the Knicks was well one, the big reason they can't get anyone worthwhile to sign with them is because of James Dolan. Yeah. So now they hire Thibodeau. He does what he does, and they, and to their credit, they had a good season. Mm-hmm. They get bounced in the playoffs. Like there was all this chatter that because they're back in the playoffs, the stink was completely off of them. Like James Dolan still stinks, this thing, this right? Thing, yeah. No, no, it's this. He thing. still stinks. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. It's just like Boston, it still stinks. Like Danny Ainge still stinks. Like Brad Stevens still stinks. But but it sounds good. Knicks winning. It's good for basketball. Stephen A. lost. Danny Ainge would stop him to go, but Hall of Fame executive. Oh, well, without a doubt, without a doubt. But it is it's it's tailoring okay, off. Good. I it's wanted to debate, off. but well, you no, didn't no. agree with me on that. No, thing. man, he got all them rings. No, he's got, I can't. I he's can't. Got, well, he's got one. He's got he's got the resume for it. But it was time. It, it was, was time. Yeah, so um, now, um, I was watching the Clippers. I saw the Mavs were, were a big in the fourth. Um, then I fell asleep. And I, <laughs> I see the Mavs won. Man, this is crazy, man. So I guess if we're going to keep this up, I guess Clippers win the next game, right? Yeah. No uh, home so team won a game. There was there was a series in, I think, 04 or 05 between the Mavs and the Rockets, and it was a first-round series. Now, back then, they were only going five games. Yeah, so but it was like the road team won the first four games of the series, and then the home team finally won the decisive game. I don't know if that's what's going to happen here, but, I mean, if the, Ma- I, I, if the Mavs don't win this next one, I think the Clippers win the series, which goes totally against what's been happening in this series. I flip. But I really think, I think the Mavs, if they're going to do it, they got to get it done at home. Which sounds ridiculous. I get it, but but you 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 can't keep even though this series has been against trend, you can't keep going against trend forever. Eventually, it's going to break. Kawhi Leonard, he's um, he has two more years, right? Well, after this year, he has one more, one year, more year. He's a free agent. Yeah, he's got one more year after this one. Paul George got three or four. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know why they didn't try to move that team out to Seattle. Uh, you have a uh, Microsoft executive or whatever, CEO, or I don't think he's that anymore, but they need to relocate that team. Hey, right. I think move the T-Wolves to Seattle. I think he's going to do it, though. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, you know, I, don't think that's, I don't think the league's going to allow that. But. Yeah, I don't think they're going to like the idea of A-Rod – coming in and immediately trying to move, move a team. I think they're going to kind of be a little, I don't know, we'll see. Didn't and the, some of it will have to do, like Garnett, who's worth 200-plus mil, he wants to be part of a smaller part of the ownership. He wouldn't have majority ownership, but he's he's made it reportedly clear that if he's involved, he doesn't want to. Well, seems like we're going to talk to you later. What's up with him? What, 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 I thought he was all Boston. Now he's worrying about Minnesota now? Well, if you on? if you if you can be part of an ownership group, then I guess that's your primary. Nah, I focus. see the caller saying though, like you can't be getting on a, your knees kissing the logo, Boston logo, but then like, oh, I'm so Minnesota till I die. So he has to be one or the other, basically. He can't be both. It's called a it's called a a, a Dusa. Can't do he, can't be he brought, a, he brought a title back to a team that has a lot of them, and he's the best player in the other team's history by far. No, and most beloved player no. in T. Wolves. You know, history. you know why I, I can't respect KG because of how he, he Deucing. That's what it's called. That's the, that's the name for Deucing. Repping KG, two hoods. KG KG talks. KG had something to say about Kyrie, but it's like 
KG, you did a lot of disrespectful stuff when K- you played too. KG, I, I don't, I can't take him serious. Like you, uh, you still hold a grudge against Ray Allen for going play with LeBron, but your buddy, buddy with Rondo, Rondo the went with with LeBron got a ring, then moved on to the Clippers, the rival of the Lakers, to try to get a ring. So what's really what, what's your real beef for Ray Allen? Well, Rondo didn't move on to the Clippers. He uh, signed with the Hawks. He was traded what? to the Clippers. Yeah, you know what I mean. He hit the Clippers now. Yeah, but he's been with a lot of teams. Uh, I'm sure he has some uh, some say so on about where he's getting moved to. But yeah, I feel you. Um, yeah, well, I, I guess in um, Kevin Garnett's defense, I guess he's looking at it like you know we were still in our prime. We were still in our prime when Ray Allen left and went to go join uh, the Heat. Uh, Rondo's kind of you know he's been in the league ten plus years, so hey, why not? You know, I, I guess. He felt that we still had our core unit together. I think. I think. And, um, look, I think with Garnett, he just he's he takes things personal, and there's probably something a little deeper there. And uh, if he doesn't like a guy, that's they both South, they both from South Carolina. I don't know. I don't yeah, know, um, that's not gonna. If they don't, crazy. if they don't, if he doesn't like someone, it, it, you'll you can find hypocrisy somewhere in down the line of history of KG's beef. Why does he like this guy and not that guy? I just think But I'm saying, like, if you ain't like, you, if you upset with your teammate that much, but you love the organization, you love the Celtics, you know, oh, we won a ring, we went to two back-to-back. Well, Ray Allen was a part of that. And if you can't accept Ray Allen, then, then how, how are you so Boston in? Like, stop it, KG. Stop kissing logos on the floor. It's dirty. I know one thing, man. Like you said, man, I'm waiting for Paul to call. You want to call me Patrick Beverly? I already told you how I feel about that. I just want to hear his thoughts on that last night game. So, um, if he, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think he he, uh, he calls in the morning sometimes. He ain't calling. But like I said, man, he's not calling. Oh, he's calling. We'll see. No, he's, we'll he's see. Appreciate. He's oh, no, he, he might call late in the afternoon. All right, thank you. All right, stay tuned. Great. Great Scott show continues right after this. Norm's in the house at ESPN 1420. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Scott Prather, Norman Locke. Next hour, we're going to get into a discussion regarding the media's relationship with athletes, coaches, Saka's stance at the French Open, and uh, her basically saying, all right, I'm not going to play. Uh, what does that mean for the future? Because trust me when I tell you, all of the other majors in tennis and golf and other sports are watching closely to see how the tennis world handles this moving forward. They say they're going to talk about it, figure something out. A lot of thoughts on that. We'll get into that. Coach K retiring, talked NBA playoffs, and we talked to you guys at 269-1077. Phone lines are open. I'm Scott. That's Norm. Again, man, these late – these. Uh, Caller was calling earlier, mentioning that I'm getting old. Dude, these late start times are killing me. Like this game tonight, it it doesn't start until nine thirty, Norm. It, it it's definitely hurting. I, I've gotten to now oh where it's like I'm in bed, I got the remote, and I turn it up a little bit louder just to keep me up. 
That's I found a good method. It, it has to be extremely loud to where you hear that bang. When I hear that, I'm like, bang. oh, I'm up, I'm up, <laughs> I'm up. What's the score? Let me tweet. What's the score? I'm watching it. <laughs> yes, I can't. I, I, you know, like Clippers. Lay, I'm, I'm just trying to watch it last night. Clippers, Mavs, and I'm like, man, I'm just that. I don't think I can keep now, my what eyes a, open. What I'm, about that Trailblazers Nuggets game? Did you still have to watch that one? Yeah. Now see, but that one, that one got my adrenaline. Yeah. That, was the, that was the best game of the postseason. That was the best game of the season and, to me. And it ended like it ended a little after eleven. Like this, this game the night's gonna be with two midnight. overtimes. Yeah, <laughs> it started. It started at like eight o'clock. So like that, I can handle eight. Like when the Clippers and Mavs play Friday at eight. Plus it's Friday, so I don't have to wake up at five the next day. Like I can. But these weeknight, like nine thirty tonight, bro. It really is like I, I'm gonna do my best, but yeah, I'm telling you, Sky gave you the formula. Turn the TV up, bang! You might, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nah. who shot that? I think you're <laughs> underestimating how exhausted I am at all times. Somebody the other day was like, "You can just sleep at any moment." I'm like, "Yeah, it can like, go." What if you just had like three cups of coffee? I'm like, "It doesn't matter." <laughs> And I drink diet do. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like I, and it's true. Like years ago, that was like unheard of. Like I, I remember my my first job in radio. I was having to wake up at 4 a.m. every day, and then I would leave, and I'd go wait tables. And the only way I could get through the day is if I was just chugging caffeine. But like I would get through the day. Granted, I was in my early 20s. Now, like just with young Nothing. kids and stuff, I could I could chug all you, this caffeine. And if, caffeine. If my wife's like, do you need a nap? I'll be like, yes, I'll take it. It doesn't matter if I just took like a shot of Red Bull. I can lay down and just fall asleep. Now, granted, I won't sleep like all day or anything. I'll have to get up a little while later. But then at night, it's like, it's not a fall asleep for a little while. It's like once once I'm out, that's it. Are you turning into your kid? Am I turning into my kid? Yeah, because, I mean, uh, kids nap at any given moment. Oh, I've always been able to. Okay. But I say always. I've always enjoyed naps. But like it's not like I, I always like had to have them. But now like they're if I can get one, that's like that's if I could somehow get currency in that. <laughs> I could spend I could spend some money. Crypto. I could spend money just to like get an hour here or there. Like yesterday I was like so tired, man. God, I was like, I do anything for nap. And then I, that night I'm sitting there watching hoops. I'm like, God dang it, I gotta get up soon. 9.30 tonight, but you can hear the game here on ESPN 14.20. Lakers-Suns in L.A. A.D. likely not going to play. Says it's up to the doctors. Phoenix were like, yeah, Chris Paul, you shouldn't play. He's like, I'm playing. I'm saying Chris Paul got to play because whatever voodoo on him, he got to shake it off. If if the Suns are going to continue this playoff run, Chris Paul cannot get injured at any given moment, no more. Or the curse of Chris Paul. It, it's true. I think he's 16 years in. God bless him, man. God bless him, dude. That poor guy. It just seems like every time he gets a very good team, he gets into the playoffs, boom, something happens. It's the, it's the curse of Chris Paul. I don't know. It, he sells insurance, so hopefully he got some insurance. Never been to the finals. It ain't going to happen this year either. I, I love Chris Paul, man. I love, I love the Suns, how he competes. You know what I'm going to be upset about? That's what I told some of, some of, some of my uh, friends and listeners yesterday. Monty Williams make it to the finals. I'm going to be highly upset. Why? 
Because I like Monty Williams as a so, coach. Well, why wouldn't you be happy for him? Because he still should be a Pelican. But he's not. So be mad at the the Pelicans. Don't be mad at Monty. I'm 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 upset at everything involved. <laughs> you shouldn't be I'm mad upset at, him. at everything you should, involved. You should be. You Monty Monty is a Monty is actually one of those guys that if they made the finals, you wouldn't find a single person in the entire league that wouldn't be happy for him. Like, Norman. He's, He's well. You're not in the league. He's, <laughs> he's that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like he's that kind of guy that had that respect, been through so much in his life. God bless him. And it's just all class. You know, there's been suggestions from some that oh, the league blackballs. Gosh, brain freeze here. Um, Mark Jackson because yeah. you know he 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 talks about his faith. It's like no, no, no. They just don't like Mark Jackson because he's Mark Jackson. Monty is very open about it all the time and people love him because he's he means what he says. He's been through a lot. And I think, you know, he's been he's been an assistant on some Olympic teams. He's just got respect throughout the I would I would I would be really, really happy for Monty. But I I'm I'm here to tell you the Phoenix Suns are not going to the NBA finals. Yeah, I'm 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 with you uh on all facets, but I wish it was I wish it was you no, no, you're that petty that you're like, I'm gonna be upset. I'm gonna be upset. I won't be happy for it's like him. you know, you don't wanna it's like you don't have a bad feeling when you like your ex girlfriend gets married, but you just like No. I don't know. It's just like I, w- I wanted you to succeed over here. You just you're too into revenge. Maybe so. You gotta be in a you just she get she get older, Norm, you realize it's it's a, it's it's a it's a broken road, man. Dark path. You don't want to go down it. I must. I am Ted, a heel. My TED talk coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Eight o'clock hour. Of the Great Scott Show. The relationship between media and player or coach. Is this a moment in time where it's about to change with Osaka? We'll discuss next. More of your phone calls on ESPN fourteen twenty and com. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Great Scott Show. Great sports callers, open think tank. Norman Locke in studio with me, as he is each Thursday. Been talking NBA playoffs, talked about Coach K. Haven't really got into, you know, I haven't discussed the... um, Osaka story much this week, and and I I, I kind of waited because I wanted someone to sort of play off of and and get some other perspectives. Uh, so I've been waiting to discuss this with you a little bit, Norman. Her stance of I don't want to speak to the media. You know, I get anxious, I get anxiety. I'm not going to do it. And the tour is saying, well, it's 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 part of the requirements of the tour. You have to do it. And her saying, I won't. And then her taking it to the point of, okay, well, then I'm just going to remove myself from the tournament and not play. Um, it's drawn a lot of reaction. I think I think from what I see, a lot of it is they should just let her do whatever she wants and leave her be. Um, I don't think it's that simple. Uh, I, I think the only way that this thing – 
Let me start here, Norm. A lot of people suffer from um, anxiety and uh, whether it be depression, mental illness, it might be. And, I, and, and in no way should that be taken lightly. In no way should that just be put aside. Right. So I want to make that clear. I also feel like if you speak out in any regards in terms of, well, it's not that simple or they have to figure out a way that she could still do it, you can immediately get like stoned or labeled, oh, you're just not supporting you know, what she's going through. And that's not the case either. The reality is in today's world of sports where every star athlete has millions of followers if they're on social media, if they want it, publicists, tons of outlets where they can get their message out on their own and they can do it in a, whether it be in a real way or whether it be in a calculated way with a publishing team, whatever, but like they can, they can do their best to can kind of kind of control a narrative that they want to be to be told. Um, you're not able to do that when you have to meet. You know, you, you I say you're not able to do that. It's harder to do it when you're meeting with the media in the traditional sense. Yes. Um, you know, it's hard to sort of craft things. Now, some are really savvy, and coaches and players can, you know, they they kind of know their way around it, and and they can say things, but. If you, my point is, if the open was to allow an exception for her, it opens up the rest of the tennis world and potentially other sports to follow to allow exceptions like all over. And a lot of folks say, what's the big deal? They don't say anything to the media anyway, da 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 da. They do. There are a lot of things. You know, I was on a Zoom call yesterday with Coach Napier, and we learned a, a number of things, and there were other people on the call, and there were stories written, and there were jobs being done, and there were people in the line of work in the media that needed it, that needed to do their job. There are fans out there that wanted to hear these things, that needed this message. Sure, he could have recorded a one-minute video saying exactly what he wanted to say to fans, frame the exact way he wanted to do it, which would put them all in the best light possible with no follow-up questions, but that's just not, in my opinion, sustainable. You would get to a point where sports is just... You can't Please have be. you can't have fandom everywhere and in the media and everywhere else. Now, having said that, if Osaka truly suffers the way she does, and I don't want to, I don't want to doubt her in that. Some people are saying, "Oh, she's this is just a power play." I don't know. I, I wouldn't suggest that. I don't know her. I'm just suggesting it's not as simple as leave her alone, let her do whatever she wants. And I'm telling you, the U.S. Open, Wimbledon. The Australian Open, they're watching closely what the French Open does here. Golf World is watching, and and, I, and the other sports are watching too because it feels like a big moment. T- like, here's what I think is going to happen, Norm. I think tennis is going to try to try their best to play both sides where it's like we're going to offer our athletes that do have these issues uh, avenues to try to help with it. And they also are still going to be obliged to follow these media guidelines. They're going to try to do that. And I'm sure Osaka and her team will fight back no matter what because for their rights, whatever. And I won't even blame them for it. Like, I I see this kind of battle continuing for a while, but I don't see us getting to a point where the leagues are like, 
you guys don't have to talk to the media ever at all. Like it, it. I don't see that happening. This, this obstacle uh, is it's super layered. Now, one, I do think athletes and coaches should. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anybody has to do anything, but they should talk to members of the media, and that's just the way that we can get facts from fiction that kills a lot of narratives that can be made by members of the media that don't have the outright facts coming out of the coach's mouth. Um, a lot of things, a lot of articles are put out. Some of them, a lot of, are subjective when you don't talk to a player or a coach where you, some things can be misconstrued. And w- journalists, we write about or talk about what we see and if we don't hear from the player or the coach after seeing something and we just go to put it out in the media, then we're the bad guys. So I I, I 100% think all athletes and coaches should talk to members of the media, and it's our job. Now, second part, I think some some sports are underrepresented by people that look like them and have a thought process like thought process like them and can up their anxiety when talking about uncomfortable situations in the media. So I do understand how she can get upset or get anxiety when talking to a bunch of people in let's say the tennis world that don't understand her background, don't understand what she's going through and then they're berating her with a bunch of questions. I can see how I can get uh, uh, overwhelming at times. I remember when I was younger, didn't like Ricky Williams say that he had to do interviews with his helmet on because he had anxiety? He never said why. He never said why. It wasn't <clears throat> his his first training camp. He did some of them with a helmet on. Now, he eventually took it off. And as time went on, we learned a lot more about Ricky. But And that's why he said he used he, medical marijuana to lot, help with his stuff, anxiety. Right. There was that was going on with Ricky that back then – wasn't as prevalent or discussed or understood as much as it is in, in the year 2021. But, and, and I say that to say this also, um, we saw how the media treated Lynch when he said he didn't want to talk to the media. We saw what he basically did was come out and give one word answers, two word answers, and then go back inside. We don't want players to start doing that. So let's try to meet in the middle so it don't be, okay, I'm required to talk. Okay, I'm going to sit here for my requirements. I'm going to give you yes or no, and then I'm out. And then the whole story is going to be about how X player didn't talk to the media or only said so many few words. Don't want that to happen because not everybody's upset. Yeah, and and Lynch, Lynch eventually got away with it, but he's also like very much an exception than the norm. Like Marshawn Lynch is... Is unique in a lot of ways. They let it ha- They let it ride, and and it was in Seattle, and he was beloved there, and and he's always kind of marched to his own beat, and so he was able to get away with it. Like, thing is, I remember it was like like UL basketball. I, it was Sean Long, and I forget who the other player was with him at the time, but we were at the Cajun Dome covering a game few weeks after this happened and like they came in and like you could tell they were afterwards they were just 
like laugh to each other, like, "Hey, we're going to come out and we're all we're just going to say, just uh, we're just I'm just grateful for every answer." <laughs> and they did. I remember this. It was upset. People it, were upset. It, it was. It wasn't funny. No, people was highly upset. But it wasn't funny. It was like. Like, there was nothing controversial. Like, you're not going to get fun. Like, your kids in college, we're asking you, let me tell you something. I've been in those. They're not, these questions are always about the game. Yeah. Like, always, I was in always. these, no one was like, Sean, how do you feel about what's happening in Indonesia right yeah, now? No. You know, it was just like about the game, and they Correct. were giggling it up and they laughed. And it's like, you guys going to keep doing this? Like, I'm, you know, I'm just grateful. Bob Marlin was not happy. No, no. I the staff this. was not happy. The, the athletic department was not happy. We were not happy. It was annoying. It was like, this is dumb. Like, you, if you guys think this is funny, like, this isn't. But the the difference between Marshawn Lynch and what he had been through and you some kids in college, like, that's lost. Like, again, my point is once you kind of start opening these things up, they change. Now, you say they should, they you know, they should, but they don't have to. Again, if you, if you don't require it, you say you don't have to. If it is not in the guidelines of the league that players and, and coaches don't have to talk after games or something – it won't happen overnight, but eventually no one will. It'll go down that road. I think you have to have those rules in place because otherwise some will be nice. You'll have people that have done it for a while that have said, well, I'm, it's cool. I've always talked to the media. But as the older generation leaves the league and younger ones come in, eventually you won't have any of that. So I think you have to have the rules in place. And I saw an idiotic tweet by some people's favorite uh, analytical sporting outlet, Pro Football Focus, and it said the NFL should do an experiment where no coaches and players talk for a year, but I still think we will have a lot of content. Journalists will still have a lot of content yeah. to write about. Pro Football Focus, what are you talking about? I saw that garbage. Like, what are you talking about? No, we wouldn't have anything. You would have nothing but clip could talk about. All we'll see is a bunch of trade rumors. Or, or it would just be... Quote tweets from players. That's or it. tweets from players. Hey, oh. did you see what he said on Instagram? And and while those those articles are are fine and they get clicks now, and I put some up, up on our website, that cannot be all you get. You like if you went to ESPN.com and there was like no stories other than like an AP story about last night's game that didn't have a single quote in it, and then your other stories in there were just, oh, here's what Here's what Luca put on social media after the game, and that's all it that's ever all it's was. Be. Like, think about some of, think about Jim Calhoun's "Not a Dime Back" like <laughs> epic press conference. Think about AI. We're talking about practice. Think about shoot Venus the other day. Like, I don't mind doing it. I know I'm better than everyone else. At no, no, like, she threw a lot of smoke at me. She was like, "Yeah, those questions reporters be saying be so long. Like, I don't even remember the first, the second, right? Half of the but, but still, like, but that was great, right? What if that she had never had to talk to the media? Like you, you get you get moments, and then you get moments like after like an intense game, and I get it that it's hard. But when I tell you it's good for the sport, it helps the sport. And yes, media has changed a lot since the early days of the way sports were covered. But if you cut off that part of it, and if you open the door for Osaka to be able to do it, you open the door for everyone. Now, some of them might actually suffer from anxiety and, and questioning and all the other stuff, and I'm not suggesting they won't. But I promise you. There will be some that just take advantage and like, oh, we get cool. I ain't yeah. doing this. And I feel like it was kind of a cop out <clears throat> for her to say, oh, you know, you asking me, so can I text it to you? Like, it's no form of, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of a cop out because I can talk to you, whether it's via Zoom, if that helps, 
if it doesn't have to be in person, it could be ver- we got voice memos, we got FaceTime, we got all kind of ways where we can work this out. Just don't don't sit up there and say I'm not going to talk. I don't want to talk. I just want to play and then go. Like you talk to your boyfriend. Let me interview your boyfriend about your comments. Twenty three years old. She's been very active. She's been you know um, out there with with social justice and rights. I mean, she's it's not like it's not like she's been like a recluse or like a hermit. That's like like John Stockton. He did not like talking to the media, not because he didn't like the media. He was just really quiet and shy. He's also one of the best players in the world on the dream team, like in the playoffs, like he had to talk. So he would just do the bare minimum, get in, get out. And you really never saw much about Stockton other than basketball. The point is, I just use him as an example Zion, of a guy that Zion doesn't talk tremendously to me. He 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 literally A, B, C, yeah. and a smile. And he, he, goes, he smiles. He plays the game a little like a, bit. It's really A, B, C, smile, and I'm out. I've never seen Zion it, it, elaborate. I've never yeah. saw him. It's, it's not like an in-depth, longer thing. No. Right? He, doesn't, he doesn't share his thoughts Eat on for lunch, hamburger. Of it. Right, right. <laughs> and he smiles, and it's we all fun. love it because it's great. It is Zion. But like, that's my point. Like no. You can still – both of those guys, like Stockton was a superstar, Zion's a superstar. Both of those guys – didn't have to go out and like do a hundred things, and it's hard after a game, and it's and, and I get it, but like, it's not. It's I just, can count on my hands how many times I've probably seen Brandon Ingram do an interview or a podcast. He or did it anything. once. That's with, what I'm on, saying. With That's JJ Redick, and it was like bad audio because he's on his phone. Like you could tell Redick had like been trying for like months just to because Ingram does, but they still do it, and we still we do still get material from it. Yeah. Like the end of the the end of the season, like press conferences. For the Pelicans, like here in BI, like what's your relationship like with Sam Mangani? Like it needs work. Like we would have never gotten that. It needs work, you know, but he also pointed out like we didn't get a lot of time to practice. The the, the condensed schedule this year, the exhaustion of Coming from having the a test in 72 games and compressed schedule and like like that stuff that you kind of know, but then when you hear it from a player and you get that perspective, it is um, – Look, some are going to be more open than others, but I think you have to keep those requirements in place. And the tennis world is going to, again, I think they're going to try to talk. They're going to talk, I'll put it in quotes, talk to Osaka or her representatives about how can we come together and make this work together. I doubt she's going to say, I'll go talk. Like, they're going to try to come up with a happy medium. Osaka's going to reject it, but I do not see... Uh, the World Tennis Association. I, I, don't I do think not she's see the PGA it. Tour. I do not see any of these, league, the NBA, the NFL, I don't see any of them changing their stance of media requirements. And it's going to be, look, if you struggle with it, here are some programs we have in place to help prepare you or help you with this. Like, that's what they're going to offer. And that's going to be it. That's where we, this thing is going. And now we're talking about it. Scott, when you in college, I can't speak for... Tennis, maybe, but I know football and basketball. You go to media training, there's media training classes, and you go through that maybe once or twice a year for however long you're in college. Uh, you know, not to say that she, you know, went, had to go to college to play tennis and all this and that, but most athletes start getting it now. AAU players are getting interviewed at 13, 12 years old. So I I I feel what she's saying. And but how do you grow that sport? How do you grow now tennis doesn't need to be grown, but they do need to grow superstars. Correct, correct. And the way the superstars get grown is talking to them. Let me tell you something. If Federer and Djokovic and and Nadal, who early in his career was a bit arrogant with yeah. the media and they kind of went back at him, Who's but the guy used to break it. It helped it helped. 
Oh, it started with an R. Used to break everything. Yeah, he used to break the racket a lot. He was in the Adam Sandler movie. He was in. He was in um, Happy Gilmore. Tennis player. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. I don't know. Nice. Okay, but <laughs> he break. He breaks all the rackets. Um. I don't know. Okay. It's slipping my mind. Obviously, my tennis isn't. <laughs> I don't know. But th- you've had a lot of stars in tennis. Serena Williams, Venus Williams, all this. Like, if if you don't have, if you just have matches and nothing else, or if you just have ma- matches or games and only what a player will put out to the world that they want the world to see, you're losing any kind of, like, in my opinion, real human element to the sport. Like, Norm, in this job, the thing that I enjoy the most, honestly, is when I get an interview with someone that I know a lot about the subject matter. I'm not talking about, like, weekly interviews, but, like, a former athlete or a current athlete or a a coach or someone that I get, like, an extensive interview with, and it actually just goes from on the surface to, like, we're talking about real – we're getting real answers here. Like – I love John McElroy. Oh, John Mac, uh, John McEnroe. Yeah, yeah, McEnroe. yeah. He was in Abby Gilmore. Yeah, he, oh, I'm sorry. He was in um, Meet the Deeds. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I know he. What are you him. doing, you jerk? No, McEnroe. <laughs> that's from way back in the day. But like, the like, if if it's, I love the human element of stories. I love when there's a long piece about or a feature about a player and what they've been through or their life story, or something beyond the surface. If all we get is the game and what a player puts out to the world, that if you're a star, you're probably going to have a publicist team that's like, how is this? We just we only want to put out something that's going to be well-received. Right, we, right. Then none of it's real. No. And so the authenticity of those are real players playing this that we enjoy. Like there's, 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 there's human elements to this that make it, more special than it already is. If you lose that, I think you lose such a big part of sports. And I know some people are cynical and they don't buy all the great stories of every player ever off the field. Whatever, that's fine if you don't buy it all and you want to be cynical. But if it's only a game and a score and not more than that, then to me, you lose, I think, the most special thing about sports, the human element of sports. And if you cut that out, and you could say, oh, I'm giving too much credit to the media. I, maybe I am. I don't know. I just know that you can't go from – you oh, you can't use this moment in time and say players are not no longer required to speak to the media and they can do whatever they want. I just – I don't want the do clickbait. I, you know, I'm one of the big guys that say don't ingest media that you don't want in your body. That's just like, you know, you don't – I don't eat Taco Bell after – 10 o'clock. I know what it's going to do to my insides. So I know if I see an article that says, Drew Brees dot, 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 did this and saved the world, and you, I'm not clicking it. And I just feel like that without accurate journalists doing their job, talking to the players and the coaches, getting direct quotes from them, getting their stories from the horse's mouth, it's going to be a world full of clickbait. Like, I don't know if you follow a guy, the B, BSO guy, um, Barrett Sports Media or whatever. Yeah, like it's it's horrible. It's all clickbait. It's and I, I can't stand it when to generate me reading or ingest information, you have to trick me into reading something. Right, right, right. I'm not I'm not for it. And I just feel like if you stop talking to the media 
i.e. pro football focus, is all it's going to be is, oh, Michael Thomas liked this tweet. What does it mean for the New Orleans Saints? Right. That, and I don't even mind that stuff. Like, that's part of media now, but it can't become the only part the of The only media. part, yeah, correct. Because then it's just, I, I, there's again, no fact-checking. There's no if authenticity. I can't, it, correct. And I can't, if I can't ask Michael Thomas about what he's – Something subjective that I saw. Then what's the truth in it? It's yeah. only my. It's only yeah. my version. He just put that out there because he wants everyone to think a certain thing. Okay, let's learn. Let's unpack this a little bit. Correct. I yeah. can't. I can't do it. I, I, I know trolling is an art, but sometimes you need a little truth to get your troll off. I, it, I'm gonna. I'm gonna save that. Play <laughs> that for you in the future. There's gonna be. There's coming a day when you need to hear it. Um. All right. Well, we're on the same page in this then, because. Yeah. I, but I did, and, and this is probably. I admit it's probably just me reacting to social media reaction instead of maybe actual reaction everywhere. It did feel like if I suggest anything that about Osaka that she should actually have to talk to the media, I'm going to get blamed for like not supporting mental health or something, which couldn't be farther from the truth. But like that's that's what it felt like in that moment. It was like it's it, it's it's not black and white. It's so gray. It's not this or that. Like there is so much more. And I think for a lot of fans, especially in, you know, this era where players have a lot more power and a lot more, a lot bigger platform, which isn't bad. But I think for a lot of fans, they they don't realize quite how important the media, like in their mind, they'll say, oh, what's the big deal? They're just going to ask her how the match was. Like, it doesn't matter. Or you saw what Venus said, like, they don't actually ask anything worthwhile. And it's like, that's that's actually not, that's not You're true. You're literally asking a question that that's millions of people want to <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Literally <laughs> millions. Millions. Like, why Why did you pass up the last shot? Nobody, if, if I can't ask that question, the millions of people are like, why did he pass up the last shot? Well, And, and, I, I and it's get... hard right after a game and a match. But guess what? That's when it's most raw. That's when it's sometimes most real. That's when it's like. Now, see, we, this, we is, this is a quote that one of my mentors told me, Scott. You can't want all the fame and, and, and fortune when it's popular and then when it's polarizing and then when it's. Negative publicity, want to hide. You can't. You can't be both. You got to stand on the mound each time, whether it's good or bad. You got to be that guy. Uh, and when it comes to players and talking to the media, when you drop fifty points, you want to talk to the media. You want to be on TV. Be that same person when you lose, and you got to go talk to the media and tell them, well, why did we lose or why did not play my best game? Be that same person when you drop fifty. Bottom of the hour. Good stuff. Scott Prather, Norman Locke at ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. And don't be a fair weather fan. Don't leave early. Sit there and take it. <laughs> Reggie Miller taunting Spike Lee 27 years and one day later than when he taunted him in 1994. It was in the garden again, but this time, this time Reggie was in. Sometimes you gotta leave a hostile situation for it get more hostile. Like say, say I'm at this Cowboy Saints game, right? And it gets bad, Scott. It gets bad. Oh, I'm slipping out of the. You know why? Because it's gonna be worse if I stay to the end. It's gonna to. be worse. No, you gotta take it. It's gonna be worse. You just said you gotta take it when it's good and bad. You hypocrite. You're not holding yourself to the same standard you're holding all those athletes to. You you've been in that Saints game. I don't want to. I don't want to leave missing any limbs. No, you know, come on. 
Oh, Come on, it's not going to happen. Oh, no. You, oh, you ain't never wore Cowboys jersey in the yeah, Saints zone. 14, 20. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You, I feel like you could wear that a lot of places and put yourself in danger. It doesn't even happen in the Saints game. <laughs> just, just don't Your clean mouth it. is writing checks you can't cash. Don't go anywhere. Great Scott Show continues right after this. Game for NBC. Oh, Spike's leaving early. Come Wait on, a man. second. That's a fair weather fan right there. If he Wait wants to be second. the number one supporter of the Knicks, you got to stay here and take it like, like the guys on the floor. Come Wait. on, man. Game for NBC. The Knicks under pressure to win last night. Guess what? They didn't. They've won what? One playoff game in the last eight years? That that we barely remember. Well, they celebrated like they just won the <laughs> national championship. They celebrated. They Manhattan looked like an SEC town Bruh. after winning the Natty. They were they were jumping around. It's like, good lord, y'all want a playoff game? <sighs> you had Stephen A. lose his voice from celebrating and cheering in the stadium. Now I want to see this. I, I, I'm excited to actually watch first take today because I want to see Stephen A. with that humble pie. I, I, I can't wait for it. I, I've been tweeting him. I want him to reply back to me like, have the same energy you be having with me and the, my cowboys. I want you to have the same energy. The same energy. Losers. Yeah. Got put out by Trey Young. Got put out by 5'5". Five, five, what was them little dolls called? A monster troll doll? That's what it, That's what Ice Trey is. I don't know what the hair is on his head. Just flowing. Not losing to a guy with that with t- type of hair. Looks good. No, it doesn't, Looks Scott. Good. No, it I'd, doesn't. I'd, I'd take it. It's going to be gone in two years. So? <laughs> I'd take it. I'd take it. I don't want it. ESPN1420.com. Trey Young. You're talking about Trey Young's here. Yeah, right? I'm talking about Trey Young's. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's, it, it seems like it's Maybe done. Maybe the Knicks should come up with something better than, oh, he uh, he's he's balding. Like, it's not that, that doesn't seem to be working, guys. Come no. up with some new material here. No, it is. It's true, though. It's, he, what, that he's balding? Yeah, between okay. him cool. and, and – no, no, no. See, it's, it's funny because he's not balding, but he's balding, so it's funny. But you see, like, guys like Kevin Durant, oh, it's crabgrass up there. Was bad. See, Durant would be bothered by it. Trey Young doesn't really. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, just yeah, it's like yeah, like, you, yeah. Bring it. Let me hear something else. Yeah, keep coming with it. <laughs> yeah, Trey Young's keep like coming with it. I'm balling, but I dropped. I'm ball. I'm balling. <laughs> he likes to smoke. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. Uh, three, Julius Randle. Three gentlemen sweeps yesterday, and uh, one series continues where the. Uh, Road team continues to win. Road court advantage. Mavs clips two games tonight. Denver, Portland. I don't see any way Lillard's going to let the Blazers uh, get eliminated tonight in Portland. And you got Phoenix, L.A. The Lakers on the brink. Should be fun. We'll have that one for you on our airwaves. ESPN 1420. We've talked Coach K. Talked about the media relationship with players and coaches. And uh, this moment currently, which I think is a big one in terms of Osaka and how... The World Tennis Association responds. 269-1077 as well. We've taken a lot of your phone calls. 269-1077. Let's head back to the phone lines. Good morning. Welcome into the show. No. Hello. I'm going to get you for that, though. I know what you're doing. What I'm doing? I know what you're doing. Picking on ice tree. I know what you're doing. What 
everything. In the afternoons, you don't do that. In the afternoons, you're quiet about the ice because you was down the ice, too. Now, all of a sudden, this morning, you with Scott, now you're talking trash, you see? I did, I did pick the Knicks to win the series. I did pick the Knicks yeah, to win the sure series. Yeah, you sure did. And tell Scott what else you said. What else I said? About the little small guys. Tell him. No, see, that's Lennon about... I, 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 I know what did I say? you too. What did I say? You too. You, you don't believe in the small guys. No, I didn't ball. say that. I've never said you that. Lennon says that about Trey Young. I've never I I give him smoke about doubting Trey Young as a player. I don't I'm very high on Trey. I just wasn't high on the Hawks. Yeah. yeah. Call that man ball. He ain't going ball man. He had this thing. Why you saying that man going ball, man? It's a it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Man not going ball. He going ball. That's a shame, man. He's balling. He's balling. <laughs> I like it. Dude, I like it. That's, that's, that's bad. As bad as Kevin Durant's hair looks, <laughs> I mean, ain't nobody else should ever bring up anybody else's hair, but they bring up Kevin Durant. Look at that bird nest on Kevin Durant's head, man. Come on, man. He can't brush it. In the it. back he and all that, all ball, black pepper at the bottom. Come on, man. Stop that, man. <laughs> That's the guy you got to bring up. Don't ever bring up Trey Young. Trey Young got some good stuff up there. It's then so there must be in, in, in genetics. But Durant, I don't know what happened. I think he rubbed his head in something and it just stayed <laughs> on his head. I mean, that man, come on, man. You make, you, you got you make fifty million dollars a year and you can't get a haircut, man. Come on, man, stop that, man. I'm gonna talk to y'all even. Man. <laughs> Just got upset at KD. Say, all right, quick hair segment. <laughs> uh, we need a sponsor for that. Ronnie's hair update. Let's head back to the phone lines. ESPN fourteen twenty. Good morning. Yeah, Trey Young is balding. Uh, <laughs> yes, come on. You can look at it. Look at the way his hair is. Uh, but hey, I, I love his game, man. But um, I, I'm going to say, once you go bald in the NBA, you unlock your superpowers. I've always no, said once that. Once you shave it. You're right. You can't right. You can't be out there looking like but did Jordan? I, 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 he, 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 I was young. Did Jordan oh, shave his or did he just go bald? No, Jordan shaved his. Okay. He shaved it. Yeah. Um, he, he, he was going bald, so he decided to shave Malone it. Malone did the same thing. Okay. Yeah, they were going bald. Okay, it's like, let's do nah, it. Nah, let me take that back. Gary uh, Payton grew hair. You remember that game? Gary Payton had some uh, twist. It was, but anyway, it was uh, weird, yeah. <laughs> it, was it was weird. It was weird. It was weird when suddenly there was, was weird. I don't I just, it would just, he looked uh, no, different. Vince it was Carter, like, whoa. Vince Carter yeah. messed me up uh, when he grew some hair, man. When he grew uh, he grew his hair When you out. go back and you uh, see the clip of him on the, on the Dream Team dunking over that the guy from China, it's like, it's also like shortly huh. after Vince huh. Vince Sanity happened where he had a shaved head the whole time. So suddenly he just didn't shave that summer. And it's like he's he looks so much older in that clip than he actually he was. was. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. When he first screwed that hair out, it was like it, it did. It kind of messed with my mind, too. It still messes with my mind. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's yeah, uh, you know, Allison, um, but, but no, Trey Young is. And hold up, man. He, he's going to get he's going to get pissed off at me. But please don't, don't say that good hair, bad hair stuff. Please don't do that. Well, no, I'm. You know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. I know what you're talking about. Oh, you, oh, you got good hair. Oh, it's hair bad. Oh, it's hair. Now, I understand. It's one thing to make fun of a man for balding. I make fun of my. I make fun of one of my boys all the time. I call him Terry Porter. He look like Terry Porter. He look like Marvin Hagler. He look, he look like a whole bunch of black dudes. <laughs> that even black guy, and black five, ball guys. <laughs> 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 I, I, I call him Luke Gossett sometimes. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what he called me because you know if I do that. Well, Scott, you know how I look. I don't. I don't like to get into to how I look. You know, I, I think I look good. I know I look good, but hey, I don't. People been making. Yeah, you look great. You look great. Yeah, you look great. 
People have been making fun of me for balding for the last 20 years, but I still got hair. Oh, what's like, what's you know me. I, just I still know got hair. I'm not going bald. No, and you're not. No, you're life. not. You, you could, <laughs> yeah, you could lend some. Uh, but anyway, but, uh, um, you know, maybe if I, well, oof. yeah, if I ever decide, you know, who knows, man. But, um, like I said, I don't want to get cool. I don't, that's the chain of subject. Nah, you know. Um, Gotta get your superpowers once you shave it. That's all I said. But, um, wait, but, but yeah, Trey Young is going bald, man. And nothing's wrong with that. And, um, it I happens, know. man. It's, like he says, genetics. Ray Allen. Um, Ray Allen had hair and he got superpowers once he shaved it hey, all off. Ginobili never shaved it, but he could still. So, so, so basically, you telling me, Norm. Okay, Ron, I need you to call Los Angeles. Tell LeBron get in the barber chair tonight, and he's going ball. I'm t- I've been I've been pulling game. for LeBron to go with the ball instead of keep putting that that uh, Beijing in his head or putting these artificial plugs in his head. I need LeBron to embrace it, shave it, and you gonna unlock. You gonna get two more championships before you're forty, LeBron. I get I guarantee uh, I'm tell, it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what happened with um, uh, the Kevin Durant. I heard why. Wow. And that Durant, you know, I'm gonna tell you, you seen X, right? Malcolm X, when he was getting that conk in his head and he put his head in the toilet, and the cop came, he couldn't flush it because he, oh no, they cut the water off. They cut the water off, yeah. And he couldn't. That that's what happened. He was trying to put one of them, them uh, process, man, them temptation type pastels back in the day, (laughs) and he had no water and he burned his scalp, man. That's why his hair looked like. I don't know he what it like, is. <laughs> he looked like that trainer, man. Ali trainer. He looked like... Uh, oh, got that yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie Foxx played him in the movie. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Golly, why can't think of his name? Uh, that's, that's wild, man. But anyway, man. Yeah, man. Have a good one, man. Thank you. Kevin Durant's it looked like an elbow back his head. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. But it's, 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 it's not good. It's not good. It's not working. It's not working. And... With all these HD televisions and and these super 8K cameras, you see the 8K camera? Have you seen? Oh, it's it looks beautiful. like a video game. Looks, it looks like Trae a video Young game. It was was talking, in my who eyes. was talking trash going into halftime? Who was that? That it was uh, Bullock that was going back and forth with him. They switched to that camera, and it's like, what's happening? What's it, like, what, like, what what's is happening? going on? It's just a movie, like a Marvel movie. It was like the the Joe Burrow senior ceremony thing at LSU when he came out in the Burrow jersey with the EAUX, whatever, and they followed him. It was one of those cameras. And it's it was a, that's like, a $9,000 camera. Oh, I believe it's it. It's a Sony something, something, something. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> a Sony something, something, something. Man, when you got... When, when you, you got three, three somethings, <laughs> man, that's you're looking at maybe five figures. You got two, something, you got like three, something. a combination of three letters and a number. <laughs> It's a Sony XYZ four thousand or something, something, something. So let, let me let me ask you this about Trey Young. ESPN fourteen twenty dot com. Great Scott Show. Scott Prey, the Norman Lock. Real quick before we do, Cajun Artland State Fair presented by LUS happening now over at the Cajun Dome until this Sunday. Learn more over at ESPN fourteen twenty dot com. Click on Fair on the What's Hot Bar. Some frog leagues. The Hawks. I don't. I don't feel anything about the Hawks. Me though. Nothing. Nothing. And I don't think I have. Maybe when I was young, when Dominic Wilkins was there because he was cool and could dunk back when a lot of dunks had not been done yet. Um, so you didn't like the Paul Millsap Hawks? Not really. And I like Millsap. It's not that I, 
no. See, that's the wrong words. <laughs> to say didn't like makes it sound like I disliked him. I just okay. don't care. Like yeah. I'm so apath- apathetic. I'm just indifferent. Like whatever. I don't care. It's the Hawks. Like big deal. Um, when Matumbo was there, there was this brief moment where they were up on the Bulls, like maybe two games to one, and then that didn't last long. Oh, you yeah, know? But it was still, you know, those jerseys they had in the '90s were ugly. I just, I don't know. I was like, whatever. It's the Hawks. I don't care. Trey Young, I, I found, I find myself, and it was because of him and the moment and the guard and all of it and the Knicks fans and all that stuff, all this stuff on social media of like, oh, Trey Young, the villain. I'm like, he's not the villain. Uh, he's the baby face. He's the hero here. He's the hero. Like, if if you think people are treating him like a villain, you got it all wrong no, they, here. They, they are kind of. Well, this is the temperature I got on Trey Young and, like you say, the Hawks. People put people like Lennon, and that's why they're going to get him today, Put Trey Young down to say his points didn't equate to wins. And that was the narrative of Trey Young most of his career up until now is, yeah, he can shoot the ball like Steph Curry. Yeah, he can, you know, do all the things like Steph Curry, but he doesn't win. It doesn't win. He doesn't win. It's not correlating to wins. He doesn't involve his teammates. It's not wins. I'm like, the guy averaged a double-double last season, I'm not mistaken, but everybody kept Almost. saying. 25 and like nine and a half assists. He was close. And and they just kept saying he doesn't win. He doesn't win. He's, he doesn't. But now he took out the garden. Everybody loves and, him Trey Young and now. And I think, I think like this, the, the Hawks being kind of a, a non-factor in terms of like sizzle. And Trey Young being an all-star and a star and, and folks saw him in Oklahoma. And a multiple but, all-star. But not like a – not – I'm bringing up Zion just in terms of star power. Like, doesn't have that kind of star power where it's like, oh, he's on TV tonight? I want to watch. Right, right. You know, oh, uh, a Trey Young highlight's coming up in the next segment. I have to stay here and keep watching. Like, he never, and that's not a disrespect to him, he just never had that. So there was never this sizzle. And I don't know what they're going to do in the next round. I got to win him. But but, but Trey Young has people caring about the Hawks, which is something that is not easy to do. And... With respect to Bogdanovich and Capella and Hunter and Collins and Cam Reddish, and all those guys, I'm talking about guys on the Hawks. Respect to the other guys on the team, like it's Cam not. For the Hawks. It's it's not you, Cam Reddish. I don't think he plays for the Hawks. Does he play for Atlanta? Yeah. Was he hurt? <laughs> he just he's just not that good. Oh, right well, okay. So I didn't even know. So could have fooled me there. Um, Solomon Hill. They're just, they're not. Won't say that name. He has got, he like, he has managed to accomplish something in only five games that I didn't think could be done, certainly by him or anytime soon. And that has people, there's some sizzle around the Hawks right now. There's some real sizzle. Yeah, there is some sizzle. Um, I, I say Trey Young's the he's the best basketball player and probably the best football player. <laughs> People are pretty upset with me when I said that on Twitter. <laughs> but like you said, he's the he's he's that guy, man. I've, I've I've liked his game. What I liked about him particularly was he's not afraid to go to the basket. He has this that amazing floater that works, and I, I think he's can be that that. Steph Curry 2.0. I hate to say it, but I I really think that he could be Steph Curry 2.0. Um, because he the, the numbers are showing it. He's starting his career on a trajectory where if he keeps going, he can be, like I said, Steph Curry 2.0. Steph Curry, the first three to four years of his career is kind of injuries, kind of trying to find his way. Well, Trey's come out the gate 
blasting. And 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 the Warriors were kind of like the West Coast Hawks. Yeah, there was not, there was some sizzle on them in the in the eighties and nineties. Uh, with TNT, you know the Believe Team. There was there was there was one year where they were the eighth seed and one. That was one year. One, that was one. Like it kind of was like a flash in the pan, kind of like the, our our favorite franchise, New Orleans. I'll have one year here or there, and then it's eh, whatever. don't do it to me, Scott. It's, it's true. The Hawks kind of like you know, I, I don't think they're on a trajectory to be the Warriors, and I don't think Cam Reddish, who I forgot even played for the Hawks because he isn't playing right now. Um, I don't think he's Clay Thompson. I don't think they're turning into the Warriors. But you don't have to turn in the Warriors to become a franchise that has a little sizzle, that has some you got uh, some mojo if you have a a superstar that folks want genuinely or like I, I'm tuning in to watch this guy. And I don't know if Trey Young is he did it in this series. My question to you, Norm, is is this sustainable or will the rest of the postseason truly decide whether or not next year we're the Hawks are on TV. I think I'm going to watch just because of that guy. Well, what, my thoughts is, and I, that's going to give a little prequel to later on show today, I think the Hawks can beat the Sixers. I think it's a matchup nightmare if Joel and B isn't playing. I think it's a matchup nightmare for the length and the size of the 76ers. And I think that this is can be Trey Young's coming out party in the playoffs. If he defeats the 76ers in the second round, people, like you said, the more eyeballs are started going to pop up, more jersey sales are going to start seeing around, and Trey Young is going to be a household name. That is Norman Locke. Catch him again today, 3 o'clock, the lock-in afternoon. This um, station coming up next, Steve Pelequin with Beyond the Game. I'm Scott Prather. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Ross Jackson will join me for our Pro Nola segment. Gus Kattengill traveling. Looking forward to talking with Ross Will the Lakers still be alive? Will their season be over? We'll dig into all of that tomorrow. Open phone lines. Kick off your week in the right way. I'll talk to you guys then. Until next time, don't be a stranger. It's ESPN1420 and .com.